There is a reason why we tell the kids to come inside from playing when it gets dark outside. There's a reason why when you go camping in the wilderness, you take along some flashlights and lanterns. There's a reason why if you're sleeping in a new strange place, you might put on a nightlight. There's a reason why some of us, when we get a little older, don't like to drive at night so much anymore. Because we know that it's safer in the light. We know that you're less likely to get hurt or lost or have an accident or be injured when it's light out, when you have something to guide you, something that helps you to see. And that's why when the Bible uses this metaphor of darkness and light, we get it, right? It's not real hard to figure out. It's a reason why God uses it over and over in his word, because it makes sense to us. Even us in the Valley of the Sun with our 300 days of sunshine, we get the light and darkness thing, right? You see, in the Bible, darkness is this picture of what is evil and sinful, of the devil, what is bad and hurtful and harmful to you. The light, in contrast, is that which is of God, of holy, of pure. In the Bible, that metaphor, that that picture of darkness is unbelief. Being apart from God and all of his blessings. Whereas light is being in faith and being illuminated to see God and all of those blessings he has to give you. That picture of darkness in the Bible also includes eternity. That darkness is pictured as hell. Jesus, at the end of a couple of his parables, talks about someone being thrown out into the darkness. Separated from God forever. But yet, in contrast, the light is a picture of heaven. Where there is no sun because God himself is the light. Where we will get to dwell in eternal light, right? So, this light-dark illustration is all over the Bible. And God uses it so often because we get it. It makes sense to us. And we have another one of those before us in our first lesson this morning. As God speaks to his Old Testament people, Israel, through his prophet Isaiah, he talks about light and darkness to these people whom he had chosen thousands of years before to be his hand-picked special nation. And not because there was anything special about them per se, but, but because God had promised to send a Savior. And that Savior had to have flesh and bones. He had to have human lineage. And so he chose Abraham and said to him, I will make you into a great nation. And through you, I will bless all people on earth. And so he chose this family, and then he created this nation of Israel through whom he would send this promised Savior. And it's to these people that God speaks these words before us this morning from Isaiah chapter 60. I'd love for you to listen to them again. They're also printed out for you in the service folder if you'd like to follow along. Isaiah 60, God says to his Old Testament people Israel, he says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people's. 
But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar, and your daughters are carried on the hip. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah and all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. God made this promise to his Old Testament people that light would come into darkness. And 700 years after God spoke these words, that promise was kept. As that Savior promised for so long entered into this world, God had come to rescue his people. God came to save his people from their sins. Right? And we heard it in our gospel lesson. The, the words fulfilled that kings would come from far away and they would bring gifts of gold and of incense. They, they would come proclaiming the praise of the Lord. We heard those magi bow down and they worshipped this child because they knew this was the one promised for so long. Promise made. Promise kept. Amen? No, I'm not going to say amen yet. Because this promise was not just for God's Old Testament people. This was not just for his chosen nation of Israel. But these words are for you too. That these words written 2,700 years ago, these words spoken by God through his prophet Isaiah, are for you. That this promise was made for you and is kept for you. When it says that the nations will come to your light, you know who that's talking about? It's you. That God in his grace has called us out of darkness into light. Out of that spiritual darkness of our sins. Right? He has called us to forgiveness. Right? Out of that, that certain eternal darkness that waited for us after this life. We've been called into the promise of an eternal light. Right? This promise, dear friends, is made and kept to you as God sent that Savior. As God came to rescue you from your sins and to bring you into his kingdom of light. And so the command for God's people, for whom this promise is made and then kept in Christ, the promise right there at the beginning of that lesson is arise and shine. You are commanded to arise and shine because God has made this promise to you and kept this promise for you. So what does it mean to arise and shine? Does that mean that I'm always in a good mood? I've always got a happy disposition. I'm always happy when I get out of bed and always friendly with everybody and I'm always... No. <laughs> it means something much greater than that. To arise and shine to hear this command of God is to marvel at what God has done for you in his grace. That God has chosen you. That God has had grace and mercy upon you. That it is nothing that you have done 
to make yourself right with God that, that he should save you and send a savior for you. It's nothing that you could ever do to make yourself right with him. But it's all God, all grace. That it's not like your New Year's resolutions that all depend on your willpower and your effort. But this is all based on God and what he determined he would do for you. That from eternity, he chose you to be his very own. And so he came to make that be. That God himself entered into the darkness of this world for you. That God himself allowed himself to be arrested in the darkness of night and to suffer hell in darkness on a cross, to have his lifeless body placed in a dark tomb so that you could know the light of life, so you could have the promise that though you used to be in darkness, you are now in the light of Christ that you have been called from darkness into his marvelous light, all by grace, all by God. Arise and shine in the truth of that. And what that means for you, what that means for your eternity. Arise and shine in the grace of God. And arise and shine as, as he calls you, as he calls you daily, regularly to come and to hear these promises over and over and over. Arise and shine as, as you come into the presence of God in his word. Right here, we are in the presence of God. We are in the presence of the glory of God himself. And every time you open up your Bible at home and you do a devotion and you spend time and meditate on his word, you are in the very presence of God. Arise and shine. Because what God does for you through his word is he exposes the sin. Right? That which is evil, that which is sinful, cannot hide in the light. And through his word, he comes and he exposes those selfish attitudes. And he makes known all the times in your life when you seek your own glory and not his. He exposes all those times when you have put yourself first instead of him and others. But at the same time that that word exposes our sin... It also illuminates the way to a cross and to an empty tomb where we were crucified with Christ and raised to be something new, right? Because every day as a child of the light, I got to go to battle with the sinful flesh, right? I, I, I don't want to do those evil things, but yet my sinful flesh that still resides within me longs for that darkness, it longs to, to do those deeds of darkness, but yet I have that new self. I have that, 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 that holiness that God has given me, that righteousness of Christ that has brought me into the light that says no. And it's that word of God that he gives us to go to battle daily in repentance. So arise and shine. Let those sins be exposed. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Let those sins be exposed and see them paid for at a cross sealed by an empty tomb that you are raised to be something new a child of the light a child who knows the grace and the glory of God who longs to live to glorify God and live for him arise and shine
Because this is who you are. You arise and shine when you look at this life differently. Right? When, when, you, when you look at the worries and the troubles and the cares of this life for what they are. Temporary. Right? To, to know that there is nothing in this life that can happen to you that can take away that eternal life that is promised to you. That God has waiting for you glory. His presence forever. Where you will get to be with God and see him face to face. Where you will be in that eternal light forever. That is your hope and that is your joy as you struggle through this life. So arise and shine. Because you know that your worth and your value is not found in what you do. It's not found in how much money is in your bank account. It's not found in what that little number on the scale says. It's not found in what anyone says about you, except for God. And God says you are loved, and you are his, and you are safe. So arise and shine as you live your life in this world to know who you are. You are God's own now and forever. This is what epiphany is all about, friends. Uh, the word epiphany, it's a Greek word, and it means to be revealed, to be made known. What, something that was secret, something that was hidden, is now made known, revealed to you. And this is the truth that is revealed to you at Epiphany. That you have a Savior. That you have been called from darkness to light because of his life and his death and resurrection. That you can arise and shine and live in that light in this life and you have the promise of an eternal light waiting for you. All by God's grace. Arise and shine. That is the message of Epiphany for you. But like Billy Mays used to say, but wait, there's more. Because you look around, you look at our world today, and, and it's pretty dark, isn't it? Not literally, but spiritually. These words of Isaiah that are before us this morning were not only fulfilled when Jesus came 2,000 years ago. They're not only fulfilled and this promise kept as we are called from darkness into light. But this promise is still being fulfilled today. Right? You look around and as Isaiah says, there, there's darkness <laughs> covering the earth. There's, there's thick darkness over the peoples. There are so many, there are billions of people right now today living apart from that light of Christ who do not know the peace and the forgiveness and the hope and the contentment and the joy in Christ that you have. So many people walking in darkness, and, and some of them by choice. Some of them because they've chosen evil. They've chosen to give in to the sinful flesh and, and cho you know, chosen to live by it instead of by the power of God. There are others walking in darkness who are in hopelessness, despair, not knowing what to do or where to turn. And for others, there's people walking in the darkness of ignorance. They don't even realize they're in the dark. They don't even realize there's a problem. 
They think their lives are just fine. As they try to find their contentment and their happiness in things or in people or in other gods. So many walking in darkness in our world. But this one who came, this one who was made known and revealed, is not just the savior of some. He was not just savior for the Jews. Not just savior for the wells. Not just savior for this small group of people gathered here. But revealed to be the savior of the world. Of all people. And so God says, arise and shine. Because the one who came and said, I am the light of the world, he also says, you. You are the light of the world. What epiphany means, friends, is that God uses us to shine the light of Christ to the world around us. That God has made us to be his people. That God has called us out of darkness into his light so that we might radiate that light of Christ to others. I mean, look around. Just look around and see the darkness. Look around and see the disheartenment and the despair. Look at your sister's family that's just full of discord. Look at your coworker ridden with guilt. Look at your friend struggling with that temptation and caught up in that web of addiction. You know what they're all searching for? For the light. The light. The light of Christ. The light that you know. Most don't even realize what they're missing. Because... They're not seeking it, right? Think about those magi who, who traveled hundreds of miles for months seeking that light. Not giving up until they found that light. And they go to Jerusalem. They go to the capital city because where else are you going to find a king, right? But who followed them out to Bethlehem when they realized that's where they were supposed to go? Herod didn't go. None of his officials went. None of those chief priests who knew those Old Testament prophecies, they didn't go along. None of the people in Jerusalem who heard about this, they didn't go either. Just, just those magi. And how many, too, are, are not seeking? Because they don't know. So God calls us. God calls us as children of the light to make that light known to the world that we might share that source of true hope and true contentment and true joy that cannot be found in the things of this life or the people of this life, but only in Christ, the Savior of all mankind. Friends, this is what Epiphany is all about. God calls us to arise and shine, to remember who we are in Christ, to remember what God has done for us through Christ, to remember that that light of Christ dwells within us daily to shine that light to the world. Friends, this is what Epiphany is all about. God made promises. God has kept his promises. God desires that these promises are made known to all because they're for all. 
Friends, we get to go and we get to be God's people. We get to go and we get to arise and shine daily in his grace. We get to go and live our lives in repentance for his glory, for the good of others, as we serve, as we love, as we forgive, as we live in that peace and that joy and contentment so others may know that light of Christ. May God bless us in this.